0: to 53342. New York, call the 24-7 Hope line at 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope and Y four six seven three six nine.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. <coughs> Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you
0: switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling
1: wherever you sell. This is your bomb Wednesday service. I am your senior pastor, Naima Cochran. And with me, as always, is my minister, of uh, my director of helps, Mr. Karin J. Phillips. What are you drinking today, Karin, for this last toast it's to come the last one. time. It's the last It's toast. the last one.
2: It's a nice woman reserve. You see, I put a little extra in there. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the last cocktail. What is it? Is that
1: a cinnamon stick? What, what is that?
2: Oh no, this is just a very nice glass. You oh, know, okay. Is,
1: uh, I was seeing a little shadow like something
2: slow. Oh, this is uh, the last one for Ooh. for for um, you know, our sister.
1: Yeah, before, cocktails for Kamala. B-
2: before she gets a a, a new job. So. Amen.
1: We're gonna speak those things that are not as though they were.
2: I'm claiming it. I already didn't put blood around my door frame. Okay. I'm like getting <laughs> caught up in the past so. over.
1: <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, Yeah, my nerves are starting to get bad, but we're going to talk we're going to talk about next week um, as we get closer towards the end of the show. Yes, yes, we are. Before we get started, I want to give a shout out to the bomb squad. I coined that. I just want to put that out there. that I said it first. Um, Last Wednesday, we had a, a family night. It's a family reunion. It was fun. It was the first time that all of us were were you know kind of sharing a space, as it were. So obviously Ben, even you know OG was up in there. Um, It was really the whole crew except Jade and maybe Jerv. Um, so we had like the the bomb guys, you know Amin, Trey, Wise. Um, we had Zach. We had, um, wait, we had the girls from crazy, sexy, cool. We had, um, basically everybody representing every show. Yeah. Yeah. We had everybody representing every show. And considering the fact that most of us are new to the family, this was really kind of a way to introduce the entire crew to everybody. And, and, learn more about us and, and watch us interact with each other, which I really enjoyed. And we're going to be doing more of them. But, but, but. I was jealous.
2: I was jealous. You, I was, what were
1: you jealous I of? I was
2: jealous that nobody played Fuck, Mary Kill with us because I love that game. I mean,
1: we don't do that. I here. know, but like. Would you like us to start playing Fuck, Mary Kill? No,
2: not, not on our show, but I like. Okay. And that, that, like, let, you know, we just not the old you know, smart people like they—I don't <laughs> think they understand.
1: You wanted I, to be in a party. Wanted. You wanted to be in a party group. Like I
2: don't think they understand who we are, okay? Really at our core, and I was just like, listen, I am awesome at this game. Like, don't let these degrees fool you. Okay.
1: Okay, so to the ladies of, um, to the ladies of crazy, sexy, cool, Karen would like to guest to play crazy sex i mean to play fuck marry kill which y'all or you're welcome to come here
2: oh no i'm, go- I'm gonna i'm gonna get on their their podcast you're gonna go over there one time okay like i'm going to reach out and like figure out and i i'm kind of scared because i i just feel like
1: it's- we're all bro we're all in a text group together why do you need to reach out and figure out? we're literally no, all in
2: a i know here. that i'm just saying i don't know when i want to do it because it's probably gonna um, be the highest rated because i know i'm not gonna act right i know i'm not gonna act right on that podcast I I know I'm not going to act right.
1: That's fair. That's fair. Good to know. I'm trying to prepare myself, you know. Well, what I was going to say is that we're going to do more of them, but you have to be a subscriber to our Patreon in order to watch it. So if you give
2: us the money and patronize us instead of giving it to that white man, you too can come fellowship. As we've told you all multiple times, fellowship is just a word and thing that only we do. So come on in you know, drop that money in fellowship. Come on. Come
1: on. Come on. But if you don't, that white or, or, inti- or, until money. We, or until we do it again, you can catch the ladies Cra- Crazy Sexy Cool on Mondays, the original bomb crew on Tuesdays, us on Wednesdays, obviously, um, Woke rose on Thursday, and, um, Woke rose is going to be doing special stuff around the election this week and next week. And then, um, you can catch Trey, uh, rising rising marketing maven by oh. the way marketing and branding maven hmm. um you you can grab your jay balvin um mcdonald's meal and catch trey and growing up the same on fridays and you can ask him why i said to grab the jay balvin mcdonald's meal. I've um marketing
2: maven that sounds like some steve stout shit that i don't understand
1: <laughs> he listen he'd he be doing he's about to be doing he is doing big things already um proud of trey uh, so before we got on air,
2: <laughs> I feel like it's I, funny. feel like I got in trouble. you didn't get in trouble, oh, but I it's so
1: funny me. because so I want people to know my so you can't tell my hair is wet, and that's why it's in a side braid, and I have' on a sweatshirt and I have on zero makeup. I have on some lip gloss and some moisturizer, but some popping earrings, some popping, so, pop yeah, or not. Because I mean, if I'm not gonna do nothing else, like I got at least had earrings on, right? So, but I wanted to give a shout out to dudes who can basically, as long as you got some lotion on your face, can show up on camera in this Zoom season of 2020. Y'all can look like who shot John if you want to, as long as you moisturize. However, for women
2: in this patriarchal
1: society. In this patriarchal society, even even like this looks like no effort, but an hour ago, I looked crazy. And I looked crazy all day. And there's a there's a lot of days where I look crazy until I'm like, oh shit, I got a zoom coming up in X number of minutes. So then it's like you gotta calculate. What's the least amount of time it's going to take you to look to to reach a certain threshold of presentability? So I get on as we get ready to tape, and Karin... Mm-hmm. That,
2: that's my government name,
1: says to makes a comment to Rob,
2: mm-hmm.
1: our producer, about about how last week you know I had on an actual like sweater, and oh, or a little top, Wednesday, and how my hair was out for the and curly, Wednesday.
2: Naima showed up, fine. Like, oh, it's some new people here who ain't seen me before. Fine, like, wow. first brunch after COVID vaccine come out, man. I, I, like, I, I think you're exaggerating. I think
1: you're exaggerating.
2: okay. the girls is popping. They was moisturized. The curls were popping. I I knew you had rolled them the night before and slept with them. No, I
1: hadn't. I had actually washed my hair early that day and let it, and just let it, no, the night before I let it air dry. And that's what, that's, that was the end result. Mm -hmm. That was the end
2: result. I'm learning. I'm learning the potion. The curl potion. Okay, the curl
1: potion. So, um, yeah, yeah. So it's weird, it's weird that you had it, just as I was thinking, Niggas don't know how how good they got it. Just be able to just roll up
2: and and to to, to be transparent with the people. Like this is the only virtual thing that I do, dressed down in like a t shirt or a hat. Because if I'm doing CNN or NBC or ABC 10 out CNN, LA, like CNN. I'm suit tie, sweater, turtleneck, vest, all that stuff. But since right. you know we're more relaxed here. I chill out and if y'all would have y'all would have saw me <laughs> before ten minutes ago <laughs> I ain't have on no clothes. So I went not <laughs> clothes on. Uh, she be talking about how my shoulders be out, but I don't really wear clothes. But I thought, I I thought that clothes. was our so, thing. I
1: thought that was a gimmick for the people. I, I thought that I, was, I was a gimmick.
2: listen, I can't use all my sleeveless stuff in the wintertime. I gotta save something or buy I was stuff. taking
1: notes. I wanted to see how long it was gonna take for it to run out first.
2: I i tapped out. I'm tapped out.
1: I figured you with the shoulders, me me with the one shoulder, we could figure out how that works.
2: Okay. Well, look, this clavicles all season. I'm with it, but we might repeat saying. some outfits if you could with it. Yeah,
1: it's fine. Okay. All right, let's do it's it. Fine. Let's do it. Listen, it no it's fine. This ain't ain't but things. It's the shoulders ministry. I'm about and I'm about comfort first, also. So there's that. Like this sweatshirt is I, this is a throw. It's Russell Athletic. You can't Ooh. see the R on it, but I took it back.
2: Listen, Russell back. always has good quality. It's like how Champion used to be before Champion got overpriced all of a sudden because Gen X Mm -hmm. or Gen Y, whatever they call it, discovered it. Gen Z. Like, you used to get clowned for wearing Champion. Nah. Well,
1: see, I actually predate that. So before you got Clown for wearing Champion, Champion was the heavy, thick joints. that every, Like, if you look at old hip-hop pictures from, like, the early 90s, they were everybody was rocking Champion. They used to be good and heavy. You used to be able to get a good, heavy Champion sweatshirt for, like, 50 bucks. And then they became the off-market brand that y'all was getting Clown for it somewhere along the way. And now they came back. But even now that they've come back, the designs are different, but it's still thin. They didn't bring that. They didn't the quality didn't come back. Yeah, the quality didn't the come back. Quality. Which I miss. I miss being able to find them really heavy, heavy sweatshirts all the time. But anyway, I digress. Um so we got a couple things to talk about today and we are not going to be here next week okay. because we do we do tape on Tuesdays. And next Tuesday is um election day. Okay. I will be at I will be working the polls all day. So I'll still be at the polls this time next week because um, we tape at seven p.m. Um, what are you doing next Tuesday?
2: Um, my plans are TBD. Mm. That I am waiting for some friends to text me back because I will be at someone's house safely drinking. Your yep. yep. parents for a celebration drinks, or I'm not doing shit tomorrow. For repast, so yeah, so I'll be somewhere drinking.
1: Yeah, I was hoping I would get assigned to, um, our early voting day, but I can't be mad because obviously election day is when they really need the most hands on people. But that day starts at 5 Mm a.m. I'm not. Mm. 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 But I knew that, but I knew that Mm. I knew that I knew that when I applied, Mm. I knew it, I knew it. So Mm. civic duty. Civic oh. duty and all that. <clears throat> Fortunately, my polling site is <laughs> three blocks away from my house. Oh, okay. So that's that part is easy. But, so I'm gonna go early vote tomorrow.
2: But but, but
1: <clears throat> to get that out of the way. 5 a.m. Ooh. Mm. Five a.m. You wanna um that's painful. So you,
2: you wanna you wanna start fasting now? <laughs> because that's <laughs> Oh, Lord. Listen, you're going to need it's the whole so trinity wrong. with you.
1: I'm usually like just going to bed at 5 a.m. That's the thing. I got to figure out what that's going to look like. But I'll get there. I'll get there when I get there. Um, saints,
2: if you're listening right now, there's a moment where we're going to put uh, Pastor Naima on the, on the prayer list so she can get through <laughs> next Tuesday. Y'all, if
1: Amen. Y'all, if
2: y'all real saints, y'all know what the prayer list and how it goes. You know? Please put me on the prayer put, put on, list. Not
1: the sick and shut-in list. No, not just, that. Just, just the prayer list. Just the prayer list. Please, please keep me lifted. There you go. I, I appreciate y'all. Um. So before we get into, we're going to talk a little bit at the end about once again make our appeals to you guys to have your election plans in place as we've done before. So we'll we'll get to that. We'll close. Oh, with we're that. A week out. I'm gonna
2: cuss y'all out. That's what I'm just letting
1: y'all. Yeah, we're gonna get to that. It'll be
2: real aggressive.
1: But I wanted to start. So me and Karen have like a whole. Karin and I have a lot of side conversations that have not yet made their way on air. They may, eventually. Some of them, a lot of them, they're, some of them are amusing. But one of the ones that we have often is <laughs> Karen. to be a public figure, um, you're very anti-social media. I'm stealthy. But how stealthy really are you when... Stealthy. Yeah, but but like... You're literally a public figure, so so can you explain this to me? Explain, explain why you have this, um, why you, what your aversion is to social media, and why you have committed yourself um, to life. So you have Twitter, obviously, and you're relatively active there. You do LinkedIn, which you have told me also has a robust um, DM. Uh, Best
2: place to shoot shots
1: activity happening which I was unaware of and I didn't know I didn't know how um, I knew LinkedIn had kind of become the new Facebook for people who were over Facebook mm-hmm. but I didn't realize like just how active LinkedIn had become like really on some I, social I'm network I'm part of
2: that I, I just go okay. work there and maybe
1: but know. then you do not have Instagram no
2: never had a Snapchat
1: I never had Snap either I'm too old for that and we've been having a conversation about Clubhouse, which I'll get into in a minute, and you are anti vehemently against this yes. Why? Why? What's your thing with socials, Be?
2: My issue isn't with social. My issue is I am determined to make social work for me in the mm. way that I need it, and I am a person that if you know me well enough and you've been around me long enough, um. You know that when I am locked in on something, I will bend it to my will, regardless of what goes wrong. I am determined to make social work for me the way I want it to work for as okay. long as I can do it. So, being, being a, an original Facebooker back when it was just 50 schools on it and two HBCUs, Morehouse and Howard. I've Mm -hmm. been doing the Facebook games since 04, different accounts, public, private work, all that stuff. I jumped Mm in the Twitter game in 09 and didn't have to do like a whole professional Twitter later in the game. Um, But the real reason is privacy. Like when you write about race Mm -hmm. and you are unfiltered and keeping it a buck the way that I am you watch the ones that have came before you and seen some mm-hmm. of the stuff they had to deal with. So in order to dodge a lot of that, I have shut a lot of things down, um, deleted a lot of people, and some people take it personal. It's is like, no, I'm not deleting you. I'm trying to move you to another account and make this one something else. Um, and a lot of it, it isn't necessarily for me. It's to protect friends and family of loved ones. Because the BS that comes my way, like, I'm built for it. I can handle it. I don't want mm-hmm. strays catching people I actually care about. Okay. So I'm doing it in protection for them. Um, it also doesn't hurt as my, uh, high, high school youth, um, organization leader us, She was like, look, it's, there's nothing wrong having a little mystery to you. Um, which is That's why you don't see a lot of pictures. You'll get some here and there, um, but I'm not like constantly feeding um, the timeline or the account with things. But with certain platforms, like for instance, Instagram. Instagram never made sense to me because I'm not a picture taker. I'm not gonna pull my phone out and take a picture at a concert or an event or at homecoming. I'll, I'll jump in them, but my mind is never like, get a picture of this. My mind is, when I'm out, I'm in the moment. Like I'm there, I have a really good memory. I remember what it was like. I'm never like take a picture as I get.
1: What about the video component?
2: The video component is like I just same thing. Like I don't think to record stuff. I'll never forget the first time I had an interaction with Snapchat. I did not know what it was and I almost got a fight over it. I'll never forget. I was at a friend's family Christmas Eve party. It was dope. Family had all this food, liquor, people over. You know, she has some younger people there. Everybody's having a good time. We were headed out downstairs. Got All got in the elevator together to head to our cars. And I'm in this elevator with some cats I don't know. They were at the party. Everybody cool. Merry Christmas tomorrow. I saw y'all, but I don't know them. As we're walking out the elevator, like, I'm in the lead of this group of, like, eight. And there's a dude next to me. And he just pulls out his phone and start recording. And he's like, yeah, we out here. We just left the spot. And like, I don't know what's going on. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Just put out this camera and start recording me. And literally you just see me push him like, fam, what, what you doing? Like, like fist is balled up. Cause I'm like, I don't know you. I don't know what you're doing, where you came from. Why are you recording me? He's mm-hmm. like, no, it's a snap. It's a snap. And I'm like, what's that? Uh, but, like, I don't, like, if you see me out, like, I always know what a flash is. I'm Nope, nope, because I'm out. I'm having a good time. Like, I don't. You got warrants? No. I don't want to be like Devin Booker and Tristan Thompson <laughs> are today and those Kim K pictures that you were tweeting about. Because if you look in the background, you see Tristan Thompson and Devin Booker mm-hmm. in the back, and you're like, oh, so they really is messing with these Kardashian girls. And you told on yourself mm-hmm. that you keep Keen in the background and you thought she was on a little dip-off trip with your boo, and now you're all over the internet. Everybody knows.
1: I mean, I kind of feel like if you deal with a Kardashian, you know at some point you're going to end up in a photo. It's, it's, a, it's a statistical impossibility. Yeah, but
2: if I can control it, I can. But the big... It, also, the second part of why I'm not on Instagram is because... um. Ladies, I'm a reformed fuckboy. I have put those ways. I, no, I, there, there's proof. There's proof. I have, I, have, I have people that will confirm it and, you know, take the stand on my behalf. Uh, you can check my references. But Instagram is just too many thirst traps and DMs to me. And when I say thirst traps, like, ladies, I'm not the dude that's going to fall for the bikini the trip on the girls' trip thirst trap. Like, that. I'm going to look at it, of course, see what you're working with. But that don't get me. Like you and your work clothes and the pencil skirt and the pumps. Mm-hmm. That's what gets me. You like signing this new deal for this new partnership you just got for your side business because you got a nine to five and you entrepreneur. That's what gets me. And I'm like, nah, I would be. Oh, IG shooting too many shites.
1: See, but I like really it. feel like you have a misconception about what Instagram is. Uh, people don't all use Instagram like that. I damn sure don't use Instagram I like would, that. Though. I would though.
2: And um, I know I would not act right because like now, even on Facebook and Twitter, like I mm-hmm. am the type of person, if I know you're in real life and you put mm-hmm. picture in your work clothes and you look really good, I will not like it. I will text you the compliment I want to give you. Because I think that's more personal. I think that's one-to-one. But I've had women being like, why you ain't like it? Why you ain't write that in the comments? And I'm like, why does the world need to know this private <laughs> conversation? This makes right. sense. This is, see, this is why I'm not on IG. This is why I don't never like your stuff. Because I can't tell you stuff in private that should be in private. Because everybody will need to be, know who I'm talking to
1: feel like you're overestimating the potential drama of Instagram because I really do feel like it's what you make it because there are people who would say the same thing about Twitter but you managed to navigate the space there
2: yes because Twitter is very more connected to income
1: okay that's fair (laughs) that's fair that's fair So, so if you had a choice you wouldn't do Twitter either
2: um yes I would do Twitter but I would do it differently like, for journalists, I feel like Twitter is the number one social media platform. It's yeah. it's where news breaks. It's where you can post stories. It's where you can have some threads, especially if you're covering sports or politics. Like, you can react or comment in real time. Um, mm-hmm. All these other ones, like, I don't take pictures. I, I can take a screenshot of my article on IG, but can I post the link in the comments? Yes.
1: No, not in the comments.
2: So where do I post the leak? Because I need you to actually put this in, in the leak. In my in bio. bio. But then I also need to cut off the comments so it ain't twelve thousand You can de- do that. To folks. You can do that. post doing this. So then I don't have any engagement from people who actually like it. And I'll just like, mm. this doesn't make any sense because what I need to use IG for for work isn't going to work well. And the personal stuff of taking the pictures I'm not taking pictures, so
1: so all right.
2: It made no sense.
1: Okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take this into a like. Here's how these different writers use IG. I'm not gonna do that. But so we've been a conversation about Clubhouse, yeah. which right now is what's called an audio drop-in app. It's basically like an expansion of um a chat line. So if you took a podcast and like a group. FaceTime that was audio only, it mixed them together. Maybe with like the house party app. You have Clubhouse. It's an app. It's divided by rooms. Each room is a different conversation, different sets of people. You flow in and out of the rooms the way you would do like some people um, equate it to being at like a Soho house or a Noi house or something like that and going into the different rooms and different events. Some people equate it to a house party and popping in and out of different conversations. Um, and it can be everything from, like, a structured panel conversation to a Q&A mm-hmm. to, like, a bunch of people in a room shooting shit, um, whatever. So I asked you, you were interested in coming on <laughs> because you talk and write for a living. And I was like, hell And no. you were like, hell no. Why?
2: Because, like, as you know me in real life, as mm. personable, and you talk a lot, and as much shit as I talk, or engaging mm. in all of the things that I am, I am not that around people I do not know.
1: But there's mad people you know on the platform.
2: Yeah, but I like having those conversations in private with just those people. Once somebody else walks in that I don't know, I'm like, no, nah, who is that? I don't, I don't know them. Like. If you, I've mm-hmm. had people try to get me to join Group Me's, and I'm like, I don't know them. Mm-hmm. I only have three Group Me accounts on my phone. There are all three very small uh, groups of friends. My family mm-hmm. sends texts. We have a family text thread. It has been on silent. I have never replied to anything because there are numbers of family members or family members, significant others in there that I don't have to say to my phone. And I was like, I don't know who is in here. I'm not talking. All my friends know never add me to a group text with some people I don't know. Cuz you sound paranoid. Ernie. No, like I just don't like it cuz like I don't I'm like who are you because mm-hmm. I'm the type of person that doesn't have a filter. So okay. I need to be around people that understand me and know who I am. If you just going to bring me in front of some strangers and it's going to be like, "Yo, who is this?" and I'm right. like, "Oh, but then like you don't get it because you don't know me and like I don't like modifying myself. I like to be me all of the time. And anytime I can be 100% car, like, I don't like it. Which is why with strangers or, like, networking events, nah, you never gonna catch your boy there. I, listen, I've been to Soho house, Soho house once. That's not the spot for me. Okay. Now, be with a group, I'm your man. Solo, <laughs> I'm good. I'm gonna pass. I'm I'm gonna be at the crib.
1: Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So you so you just gonna hang on Twitter and LinkedIn. So ladies, if you wanna <laughs> slide into Karin's DMs, apparently, uh Bro, Twitter, I, no, I'm sorry, apparently LinkedIn is your best choice. my
2: Twitter DMs be dry. But I also understand why this app is so good for you. Mm. Like when you told me what it was, I was like, oh, this was this is this 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 your shit. Like this. Oh yeah, it's my shit all day. Cause like you, I can see you bouncing from room to room, listening, listening, jumping in with your little Naima, words, words of wisdom. Boom, jump back at this one, and you all up me. I'm like, cause I I don't really be having a lot of tolerance. (laughs) When you write opinion for a living, your tolerance or curation for others' opinions Mm -hmm. changes. Because then yours becomes very like I like the opinions of people who are educated about this opinion, not just mm-hmm. saying shit just to say it. And you get real finicky about who you choose to listen to and read Oh, like, I definitely like now, like it's in terms of like podcasts and reading other people who write on racial sports or things of that matter, mm-hmm. it is a very, very short list. And I'm talking about I can count on one finger, on one hand and have some fingers left out.
1: No, I'm definitely um, not just sitting up in any room with the foolishness. And I'm also not arguing with everyone who disagrees with me because it's not that different. Than, like it on Twitter, sometimes I, I debate people for sport because I like it when people are trying to get a rise out of me and they can't. But in instances where I'm actually getting annoyed, I tend to tap out. Um, yeah, with the like exception of if a few. we
2: talk about this, like I, mm. I'm put the block.
1: If right. you
2: engage like the woman who came for you over the bomb ass versus peace. That day I was actually mad, and like now even steady going back, and I'm texting her like, block her, block her now. Like in this, block her because after the first response, I would have been like, oh, you got to go. Bloop.
1: That day, I was actually mad, um, so that was different, but usually, I'll continue to engage with them because I find that if you give irrational people if you kind of just keep circling back with irrational people to ask them to try to explain themselves, eventually they trip over themselves and i and i and i and I, and I enjoy that moment when that happens. I enjoy the moment when their arguments fall apart, mm-hmm. um. No, it's, it, it's... It's it's entertaining it, for me. Every if I in, have time I had in. and latitude... Yeah, yeah. If I have time and bandwidth, that day I was mad. And usually, actually, when I'm actually mad, I'm removing myself from the conversation because when I'm actually mad, I'm, I'm prone to say some really fucked up shit. Like, with that chick, I actually did type fuck you <laughs> something at one point Ooh. and then I deleted it. I definitely did type that Ooh, and deleted ready, it. Bro. But... Uh, no, because like... Because right, I, I don't really cuss people out on Twitter, even though in my spirit I've said everything <laughs> in my spirit. Cause I actually have a I have a horrible, horrible, horrible temper. It just takes a long time for it to come up. But anyway, I digress. I really, I really thought you would enjoy Clubhouse. I still think you would enjoy Clubhouse. I think I think I still think you would, but I'm not, go- I'm not going to drag you into the space. I, pre- You know
2: what? I appreciate that, that, you know, you are. Enough.
1: And I think it could be beneficial to you because we can use the, the voices of well informed, effective, uh, multifaceted, multilayered Renaissance, you know, young black men such as yourself.
2: I appreciate that. That's actually mm-hmm. like the nicest thing you ever said to me. You know what?
1: <laughs> I, I would take
2: this more under consideration if you start mm-hmm. posting this podcast on your No,
1: Bruh, how you got me hot right now? No, that's, like, that's what no, I'm always you
2: know. on your head about. It.
1: Seven. I only have like um seven thousand followers on IG. It's really. I don't post on IG. Like I post in stories, but I don't really post on IG like that. It's, I keep it's telling you this.
2: Impossible. More listeners. That's all I'm saying.
1: It's a lot of crossover. I hear you. That's all, That's
2: all I'm saying.
1: Meanwhile, how are you gonna talk to me about me not doing a functional work at work? Like, nigga, really? Rob, we gonna edit this. Part? <laughs> 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 Shit. I've been sitting on this. I've been waiting. I'm just saying, like that was right. That was that wrong I was like, I know, I know, he's not gonna say this on air. Um, <laughs> See? this is why I
2: can't be in rooms where people don't know me because I don't know how to act. Sometimes I know myself. You have to know your weaknesses before you can work right. on them. Like God, right, right. yeah. Like, okay. Okay. this is Robbie why will, I'm Robbie the director of Health Ministry. I'm not an associate pastor because I'm not, not going to act right in the bull pit. this is why right. this role is so good for me
1: okay you know fair though. alright so once Karin act right while, while Karin is getting some act right uh, one of the main things I want to talk about and I wanted to get into it even though it's something that's still developing I wanted to touch on it this week because I don't know what's happening outside but whatever um I wanted to touch on it this week because who the fuck knows where we're going to be at the next time we gather around this table? Who knows what we're going to need to discuss? But so a couple of weeks ago, it's been going on longer, but a couple of weeks ago, I started noticing, um, you know, some of our uh, Nigerian cousins and and friends posting about um, SARS and posting in SARS. And end SARS. And actually, I'll take that back, Before I even saw it, uh, somebody tagged me and said, um, Naima, can you please let your followers know about end SARS? And I was like, well, you know, the hashtag end SARS. And I was like, well, what's, what's going on? What is it? And I had to do some of my own research because for one thing, when some of us hear SARS, we're automatically thinking of SARS, the SARS virus.
0: Yes.
1: Um. So I was like, well, what is it? So I did some research. So, in simplest terms, Nigeria is is its own fight that is like if you took stop and frisk Mm -hmm. and defund the police Mm -hmm. uh, and Black Lives Matter and meshed them all together, right? So, SARS is the super
2: ointment of prosecution or something
1: like, yeah. Well, it's a special, it's a special division of the Nigerian police force that focuses on, it's the special anti-robbery squad, right? So it's supposed to specifically be focusing on, um, theft, uh, of electronics, money, petty crime, stuff like that. And the members of this unit have used its intended purpose as an excuse to, harass um, young Nigerians specifically, harass, search, rough up, mm. confiscate material. From, Where have we um, heard something detained. like this
2: taking place said before? Mm.
1: Exactly. Um, so over the years, it's been a problem. And as soon as it came to international attention, um, the Nigerian government announced that... No, the the head of the Nigerian police force, I think, announced that they were going to disband the unit. However, they've said that before. And nothing happened. Nothing changed. Hmm. Um, well, have we heard
2: something like this happening before?
1: Exactly! So, it all came to...
2: Remember, an even, them body cameras are supposed to stop. <laughs> it was supposed to be a change. Right.
1: So, um it came to an even um bigger head last week when there was a peaceful there was a peaceful protest um uh, in Nigeria and protesters had been told i guess this was like a bit of um advice that was being spread throughout the the activist community which as a sidebar the organization and communication around the nsars movement has been so impressive um they put together entire organizations that are able to, like, they have phone lines set up if you need aid, if you need funding, if you need medical attention, if you need transportation, if you need legal help. Um, they, you know, have pretty excellent communication channels. Like, just watching it come together online has, has been really impressive and inspiring. But um, one, of the, one of the things that people were being told was that if you were holding up the Nigerian flag, Or singing the Nigerian national anthem that the officers wouldn't open fire on you. And last week, that proved untrue. Mm. So, um... Where
2: have we heard something like this happen before? Right. Mm.
1: Right. So, you know, as these Nigerians are singing their national anthem, as they're holding up their flag, um... Several young, several, um, citizens were gunned down, armed citizens, literally peacefully protesting again, were gunned down and killed. Um, the president has spoken out against, uh, Mohamedou Buhari has spoken out against, um, violence and protesting without actually speaking to, um, the the people who were killed specifically um, exactly. Um, so you know, they're under curfew. Um, it just they found a warehouse the maybe I want to say late last week, where all kinds of COVID aid food, uh PPE had just been like hoarded and stored instead of being distributed to the people, which to me looks so much like We're Puerto Rico.
2: Something like that happening before. Right.
1: So I wanted to get um one of my one of my friends, one of my uh Niger or Igbo friends, one of my friends from Nigeria here to um Join us. address it. Yeah, to talk about it, tell us a little bit more about it. And I think and I think we'll still have time for that. Um, because this isn't going away anytime soon. But I I wanna encourage you, like, you know, those of us here in the States you may be watching it like kind of from a distance um, and just kind of watching it like as a, as a news story that's developing, but they are actively asking for us to talk about it, help spread awareness about it, to be involved in the conversation, to watch what's happening because it's going to take the international eyes being on them mm-hmm. to actually put pressure on the government to create any change um, with 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 what's going on with this SARS unit and, and with the with the police department in general, right? And it is, it's a common fight that we have between us. Yeah. Um, one of my followers was like, you know, as as a as as a person who is African, you know, as someone from Africa who lived from South Africa who lives in America, I never thought that we would have this common struggle that we would be talking Small about like the this common struggle yeah like you know Compton is just like legos you know like that type of thing like he was like i never could have imagined but i think at this time it's more important than ever to see where you know there are systems that are created where people who are supposed to be in service to citizens are actually abusing the same citizens and just as people around the globe have taken up the Black Lives Matter fight. Not that that is a uniquely American fight because there are black people everywhere, but we equally need to stand in solidarity with our, our Nigerian cousins. We do.
2: And I'm so happy you brought this up because something happened a couple of weeks ago that pissed me off mm-hmm.
1: okay. and
2: I'm still angry about, and it has to do with what you just said about how like, this is a global thing for black people, just not African-Americans, but yeah. to also, but I think that the, you know, the world singing all of our struggles in different countries and different continents is the positive that we want people to see. Uh, but that doesn't mean that one has to be diminished. Right. And what I saw a couple of weeks ago, and I mean, if you listen to our podcast, you, you know, are one of, you know, the smart ones. Uh, you like in depth. We hope. you like context, um, and like, oh, like it just frustrated me because the person who did this, and if you want to take the time to figure out who it is, go ahead. Is a person that has a, a, a this woman, the sister, has a very high ranking and a position at the Washington mm-hmm. Post. This award-winning journalist, and I just remember there was a tweet a couple of weeks ago because she is a a, a first-generation African, um, and the I don't I, I'm not going to quote this correctly. I'm going to paraphrase, but basically the tweet was like, "All oh, this stuff is happening in the world. This stuff is happening in Africa, and mm-hmm. folks, is over here tripping about Ice Cube." And I was like. I immediately hit unfollow, right. because I was like, you're half right. There is other stuff going on as well. But I was like, that is a very insensitive tweet, and this is a very insensitive mentality, because it shows that you don't understand why, in the moment of the Ice Cube situation was a week or two ago, why it was so deflating to Black America. And nice. like, why we were tweeting about Ice Cube. Because if you knew the history and the context, you will be like, oh, like this makes total sense. It would nice. be like if Africa was dealing with some BS and Akon <laughs> sided <laughs> with the oppressors. And nice. everybody started tweeting about Akon. And one of us was just like, the hell y'all tweeting about a rapper for? Y'all be like, fam, right. it is so much deeper than that. It's so many right. more levels to that. Like, how can you say something like that? And I was just like, I am still. And in fact, up
1: actually up. seen, um, I've actually seen Nigerians challenge like their their celebrities, their artists mm-hmm. who, you know, have large platforms, at least in the early days, um, who weren't speaking speaking up and yeah. speaking out. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, and it's like, look, man, look, everybody got their own battle they dealing with in their own house, mm-hmm. and I understand we need everybody on on the same train. We need to all be on one accord. But don't dump on somebody just because they can't give one hundred ten percent to your efforts when they' trying to. Well, also
1: we can talk about mul- yeah,
2: we can do more than one. We answer. can talk
1: about multiple things like Twitter. Twitter is open all day, yeah. twenty four hours a day.
2: Especially, um, and I, and I said that especially <laughs> in the sentiment of because we live in a country that historically loves to be in every other country's mess and their yes. politics and their uh, governing. And their religion, and trying to tell them how to live, and breathe, yes. and think, and and go to war, and love, when we have never addressed our own shit.
1: Yes, very much so. Very much so. so and anytime and I see
2: it, like I just I I, I I'll go from zero to one hundred real quick.
1: No, I get that, and I mean, listen, I have said before, and I don't know if I've said it here. But for the record, you know, there has been on Twitter like this underlying current of the diaspora wars that keeps growing increasingly, partially due to I might say, um, manufactured derision and division by Bots. bots who actually want to sow seeds of discord in between different factions of the black community right like it's, the ADOS it's so easy to pick,
2: pick out a box it's people so don't, easy don't pay to attention do.
1: at all at all so um but i've i've never subscribed to it mm-hmm. right um i think it's really silly i think it's really petty we have we have differences but we are all people of of the diaspora we're all people of african ancestry and we do have commonalities we say but again
2: all, we mean the world
1: because <laughs> the black man was the original man. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> Jesus was okay. Never mind. Um, that's another. That's another show. Jesus slept with a wig cap on. Actually, he did, and which is why his hair was still woolly.
2: You, know you know what? E40 said that Jesus Christ had dressed is shaker Okay, <laughs> anyway. who am I to argue with Earl Simmons? Okay,
1: I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, but in this case. Specifically, um, there's a couple things. The first thing is while I am saying yes, uh, amplify and please turn your attention to um, the end SARS uh, movement, to the SARS must end, like there's a couple different hashtags because they start to become shadow banned in um, Nigeria after a while. I also want you to be selective um, in where you get your hashtags, information from.
2: Jack, unlock the hashtags.
1: Uh, I also want you to be selective in where you get your information from. Please seek out actual Nigerian sources, uh, even if it's Nigerian American sources, because um, it's important to, I think, get information from people who are on the ground or from people who are getting it from people on the ground. So I'm saying that to say that (laughs) like, don't, get it from Sean King but um
2: you know you know what you're trying to say you're trying to say Google is free but there are also good and bad parts to Google okay (laughs) right
1: I'm saying like literally look at who you're retweeting look at who you're posting from because we need we need year
2: of the article you're reposting yeah look at all of
1: that look at all of that you know confirm your information from multiple sources before you start reposting you know, graphics and memes and shit copy that you're not paste, really clear
2: on. Copy and paste the writer's name in a Google bar and see what comes up. What else? See, have what, they comes, written, see what happens. Have they been fired where they worked before they got here? Right.
1: <laughs> because in this case specifically, it's not just important that we amplify the messaging to to help turn attention, but that we get it right right? Like there's a responsibility in amplification that I think we don't talk about enough. And this even goes back to the election. There is a responsibility in sharing information that I think the internet has made people forget about or people never understood or whatever have you. And I don't think it's just because I am a journalist or a source of information that that I think this way. There really is a responsibility to make sure that you aren't not, you know, like advancing some bullshit. And Especially when you're trying to, when you call yourself trying to educate people or trying to advance a cause or trying to bring awareness, if you are sharing misinformation, then you're doing harm. Yeah. that's actually what it just comes because down to. If you're sharing misinformation, you're doing harm.
2: And, and what do you, what what the internet has made people is lazy,
1: very lazy, it, like it, very it, lazy. It, it, it
2: happened to me twice in the last couple of days. Somebody tweeted me and was like, I had tweeted about something, and they was like, Well, hey, has this happened? And my response was, Google is free. And Mm -hmm. they got mad and was like, You ain't got to take it there. You're getting all spicy and all this. And I didn't respond because my response was going to be Sam. Me answering the question for you was just going to be me going to Google and to the right to source look up on Google answer. to tell you when you could have did that yourself because Google is free.
1: <laughs> but you know what I learned, Karn? Some people genuinely do not know the right things to put in to look up the answer to what, to the question. Oh, they
2: right. know the right hashtags to look up when he's trying to find some chick to, to, to thirst after on Instagram. So no, True. people know I'm how saying. to do things. They just be mm-hmm. lazy and right. don't want to do it. Like, for instance, right. um, a couple shows ago, I went off on my Deion Sanders rant, right? Something that mm-hmm. happened last week. I was tweeting about it, and Jackson State got a violation. It didn't happen. Under, nothing happened that Dion called. It happened before he got there. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, told you. Here's what I've said. Here's links to this. And then people came back was like, if you read it, you would have saw Dion didn't do this, didn't, didn't do this. And I was like, he still had thought because I was like, given what we know factually about De- Deion Sanders, I guarantee you he didn't do his due diligence in the interview process and ask about this to know that it was coming because the NCAA will alert you in some type of way to tell you that investigation or violation is on the way. So mm-hmm. I addressed that and addressed other things to come with it in a quote tweet of my own tweet. So here comes these uneducated, don't read books, Jackson State alums in my mentions. And I literally had to tweet another tweet later was like, y'all accusing me of not reading when y'all haven't read my timeline to see that y'all all read. of the things that y'all are mad about. I have thoroughly addressed over and over, mm-hmm. but because you can't read or click and scroll half an inch to see, Oh, okay. He is right. You just want to be mm-hmm. mad. You want to be loud and wrong and then accuse me of being loud and wrong when I'm like, nah, fam, I'm extra loud and I'm extra right.
1: <laughs> not extra loud and extra one, right. I'm
2: not lazy like you. Two, I know how to Google. Three, most importantly, I have a skill that as when I say this, you're gonna raise your hand, like the Holy Ghost hit you. I am good at reading comprehension because somewhere along the line. We stop teaching kids reading it's such comprehension, a lost art. and I don't know when did it stop. But people don't have to comprehend reading
1: comprehension, part. reading things for context clues. Oh like I think I use the word context a lot. Y'all should know this by now. Context is my favorite word. Context, especially, is Afro especially, <laughs> especially on fucking Twitter. Um, I really do try to go and make sure there's a thread or if there's another tweet or if before I respond, I I don't always, I'll admit, sometimes I'm guilty of it. You see one tweet and you jump on it instead of going and see what the whole thing says. But at least... We all fall short. We all fall short. We all fall short. We do. Because, you know, none none of us, none of us are perfect. But But it's
2: just a sinner who fell down and got up.
1: And got up. Um... But if somebody says to me, or if I then see that, okay, I, I, I rushed to judgment, I'm going to, I'm going to own that. And I think that's the other thing is that people can be shown clearly, you're dead ass wrong. And they are either going to double down on their wrongness somehow, just because pride or then just not respond at all. But anyway, I said to say, when we're talking about something like the Ansar's movement or, um, the election. Mm. <sighs> These things are so like context is so important. Context is so important. It makes all the difference, and it and it makes it can it it makes all the difference. Like there, there's nothing else I can say about that. It makes all the difference because there's one thing to. Have a fact. It's like when we were talking about barbershop politics last week. It's one thing to be able to just state something. Mm-hmm. It is another thing to understand what you're saying and be able to explain it. And that's the part. Like people get right to that line. They're like I'm gonna say this thing. And then if somebody asks you, what's that mean, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just pontificate on some bullshit because I actually didn't stop to understand what it meant before I repeated it. Hey, it's, like,
2: can I give you a great example? Yes. I'm going to give you a great example that is that it takes Twitter and it takes barbershop politics and it takes the election and everybody involved in it in like God. 30 seconds. When people be like, Joe Biden was with the 94 crime bill and, and Clinton signed it. And now he got Kamala running with him. And she was out there in California locking black men up. One, you dumbass niggas, let me give you context how this works. The context that you don't realize is that Democrats... The party of black people, historically, is the ones who came up with the 94 crime bill and was asking Joe and Bill to sign it and push it through. And then mm. when you want to bring in the Kamala standpoint, and be like she was locking black people up. Kamala was locking the black people up who deserved to be locked up. She wasn't locking up free people. She wasn't mm. locking up people and grabbing them off the house. She was locking up people who broke the law.
1: So well, also, one of the it, programs it, that it, one of the things that people give Kamala the most grief for is a program that was actually meant to help people avoid right. jail time right. for parents of kids who were truants. If the full program was actually meant to help parents avoid jail time and 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 get job resources, get family counseling, like it was an actual program to go through <laughs> to help the parents out.
2: and. If you are getting in trouble in the state of California and this woman is an attorney general, I will ask you this question, um, people of the earth, specifically black people. If the person that is going to have and decide the legislations of how much time you are going to do, would you want that person to be A, a white man, B, a white woman, or C, a black woman? Who do you think of them options? Do you see? You will see the less time for the crime you willfully committed. Take your time <laughs> folks, and get back with your answer. We'll be back in two. That's, right. That's my Chuck Willery impersonation.
1: You know Chuck Willery is like heavy maggot.
2: Yeah, but you know it's I, sad.
1: I'm just with
2: love connection. It's
1: a shame shit. we lost love Chuck. Yeah, like that. used to be shit. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Um. No, Leah. Con- contact matters. Doing your own research to be and. and comparing different even if it's things that contradict each other contrast each other to be able to read and determine which of the sources you trust more
2: if they is coming for you.
1: what the hell is going on outside something's on fire i think hey coming for you when we finish taping i'm gonna go look but i feel like something's on fire up the block because it's a lot it's really active out there um Cause it's been like forty-five minutes. I've been coming through. But anyway, I told you to so, stop
2: selling out the building. So. You
1: know what? If you, when you can read different points of view and not just lead with your confirmation bias, because we all have it, but actually like determine, okay, this is more detailed, or this outlet is more trustworthy, or I can find more backup to support this, as opposed to I found this one thing that has no source, no date, no link back know nothing, but I'm going to go with this. What is the name
2: of this site anyway?
1: Like, You have to learn to synthesize and process information and come to an actual conclusion based on your judgment. Is this, a, is this,
2: this judgment. A medium URL? What is this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it'd be like it'd be like it'd be like UStrustednews.com It'd be some shit you ain't never heard of with like 80,000 ads on it and like one paragraph that says exactly the thing you were looking for with no source. Mm-hmm. That doesn't you think that's a, with a shadow
2: avatar and not a photo of an actual journalist next to it? Oh. If a byline at all, no. no. The person who wrote this doesn't have a Muckrake account. <laughs> there you go.
1: I don't know what that is. What's that?
2: Muckrake is when you are a journalist. Muckrake is a site that aggregates like everything you've written and they create a profile for you. So, like, if you type my name on Google. Carn mm-hmm. Phillips Monk Rack would be one of the first three things that pops up. There's if you click it, those. you will go to a site. It'll have my picture. It'll have my my Twitter link mm-hmm. to that. It'll have my Twitter bio, say who I work for, where my work has, all the publications my work has shown up for. Then it'll mm-hmm. have all my most recent stories, and then you can keep going to all of the stuff I've ever like written, and the link is
1: there. Got it. Okay. Well, yeah, I just... To that point, I just need y'all to do better about the source that you use and share to verify them, to do a little research for yourself. It's just like... Google's on your phone. It just takes another couple minutes. Legit. Yeah. Actually, That's you it. know what? You can, ask you, can, you can ask Siri. You can ask Siri. You can ask Siri. You can search through Twitter, right? And, and look at who is... Like, who the person is who's saying things and where it's coming from. So, anyway... We are about to run over time. So before before we get out of here, once again, it's here. We're in, we're within a week of election day. It's been here. I voted three weeks ago.
2: Our hope
1: is that our hope is that, as we've been urging, either you've already voted or or you mailed off your ballot some time ago. If you have not mailed your ballot yet at the time that you are hearing and or watching this, Take do not shit. mail it. Take that shit in. Take it in in person. You do not have time. Shenanigans are afoot. I repeat, shenanigans are afoot.
2: Uh, um, uh, the, the the not MAGA, but she's also MAGA. But mega Karen is now a mm-hmm. member of the Supreme Court Justice. She Y'all. is now
1: a woman who she has did not
2: dropped a woman in who
1: has only been a judge for three years. I don't, has she ever even actually had to write like a judgment summary or a dissension she or or any of that? She like, don't even
2: know how to zip up the robe.
1: She's even argued a case in front of a Supreme Court, a Supreme Court, not even the Supreme Court, a Supreme Court, not a state Supreme listen. Court. You know what? Um, listen,
2: listen. You want you want to hear something funny? The 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 head, the Chief Supreme Court Justice in Delaware. When I was in Delaware.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I had more interaction with a chief supreme court. Jo- Su- I can't. Eat, I'm stuttering. A chief supreme court justice, chief state supreme court justice of a state, than she's probably had with one in her. It's life. sad.
1: And now also, I'm just like I would not even have this. I'm. This is a tangent. I'm not gonna state it, But I wouldn't even. I would not even. I would be scared to step into this role, knowing that I was woefully underqualified. Like, Karens aren't scared of anything. I would be terrified to have Come that on. responsibility on my back you, for you life. Don't, you don't understand you
2: Karens. Me? Karens are a, are the most protected <laughs> and forgiven group of people on this I earth. Know.
1: But at any rate, we have lost the Supreme Court. Supreme Court is gone. Possibly, if Biden gets into the office, there will be a conversation about expanding the Supreme Court. <laughs> They have not said it's on the ballot. They have not said it's something he said it's something that he may convene a commission to explore. That means that means he's gonna diddle daddle around with time. That means he don't really want to touch because it's a hot it's it's, hot, it's a hot topic. But um But
2: if we win the Senate and the House,
1: right. do that shit. <laughs> okay, so but Karin, what are your cause my sincere hope, like I said, is that you guys already have your plan in place that you have urged your friends to have a plan in place that you have either voted already. You have mailed in your ballots already that you are still hitting your friends in the head, um, about not only the presidential election, but about things that are important down ballot as well. Let's not forget down ballot because we have so much, especially if you're in a battleground state, um, what are your last words before election day, 2020 to our people?
2: Um I'm get real intimate, take my hat off and look into
1: the mirror. Uh, to the camera? Yeah, to
2: the camera. Don't fuck this up.
1: <laughs> or I'll
2: Or I will fuck you up. Mm-hmm. And I don't just mean this moment. I mean twenty
1: twenty two when there's midterm elections. Yo, we have we need to keep our foot on That's the gas. Enough. This is not over I on mean, the third.
2: I mean twenty twenty four because mm-hmm. uh, I got the blood on my door frame for the Passover that this woman wins and she's a VP and then she runs in 2024 and then yeah. you know we got to do this in 2026 to keep everything blue in then sit in the house in the midterm elections then 2028 let's keep her back in office and then hopefully in that 8 to 10 year run counting now that the Democrats have finally gotten their shit together and we have an order of process of who's next and who's next under them So that we can just keep going so at some point we don't look like a party who had 17 motherfucking professional politicians get beat by the dumbass TV star. Because that's what happens when you don't have your house in order. This is what happens when you tell a generation of kids not to bully and then a bully shows up and nobody knows how to deal. With and and
1: when you and when you put and when you give everybody a trophy and tell them that participation matters and when you put everybody's pictures on the refrigerator, this no. is what happens. I had this two is pictures happens.
2: put on my refrigerator in my life because my ass could not draw. <laughs> <and> my- <laughs> but two times your boy. Got it right. And Listen, it's not all pictures
1: can go on the oh. refrigerator. The, re- the refrigerator is not an egalitarian space. It is for the best. The best. It's the same mentality
2: I had when we had this conversation. Yeah. About WAP. Everybody can't have the WAP. That's all what right. makes the WAP special. Okay. All
1: right. The president should be putting a picture on the refrigerator, and y'all motherfuckers yeah. got it fucked up. Mm-hmm. That that's where we that's where we came to. Um. Yeah, that, that actually is my party message, is that regardless of what happens, regardless of what has happened by the time we all meet here again together, we need to understand that Tuesday is not the end. I think this is what happens. We get whipped up into a fervor every presidential election. And then to a lesser extent, you know, maybe for your local like mayoral races and stuff like that and governor races. But um, but for the most part, it's like after election day, it's like... Eh. Nah. chilling nah in there because all the stuff that everybody complains about when we get to election season we should be addressing and putting place as
2: right if you went to the other ballot uh ballot boxes
1: right and and also like this is also where uh, local elections come in because we need to start thinking about who we want to put in place in our various cities that can grow and rise through the ranks, right? Because your mayor, to level, to your mayor level. is
2: going to pick the police chief. Yeah. And then in, in the city I just came from, in in Atlanta, the mayor was up for being the running mate of Joe Biden. And right. if this goes right, I would not be surprised if Keisha Lance Bottoms wound up being in the cabinet.
1: Right. But let's also talk about even like your Senate, your state senators, um, you know, who eventually also often also rise to become presidential candidates, right? So Raphael so,
2: Warnick, if you live in Georgia. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kelly Loeffler, so, gotta
1: go. <laughs> so there are so many different, and then there are also like your propositions on the ballot. I want to make sure you look those. If you're in California, um, affirmative action coming back, that prop is on the ballot. You know, there are just things that you need to pay attention to other than just who's at the top of the ticket. It's important.
2: I figured it out. You know what it is? What is it? Let's treat every election, every four years, not just, you know, 20, 2022, 2024, 2026, local, governor, mayor, treat this shit like motherfucking Amazon Prime Day, because y'all show up and know when the fuck that shit is, and you buy shit you can't afford with your broke asses. So if you can do (laughs) that shit. Take your bitch ass down to the polls, goddamn it! Shit, y'all pissing me off, damn it! I need a drink.
1: All right, y'all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'mma, to I'm just. It needed to be said. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's, it's too true. much shit at stake. It's man. true. It's too much shit at stake. I am, I'm trying to stay because my nerves are getting bad as we're getting closer. Like, I know by Tuesday, I I'm just so gonna be.
2: that Amy has not condemned the fact that she would argue against the death penalty for women if they get an abortion,
1: if Roe v. Wade is flipped. Is repealed. Is, is, is...
2: Think about that, fam. Like, did y'all forget last summer the rules in Alabama and Georgia about how you can get, uh, go to jail for an abortion or something like that? Like, right. it's, it's real out here. It's real. Yeah. Like, it's nothing to play about. It's nothing to play about, people.
1: Sorry, somebody's apparently trying to get in my apartment right now, so I need to go see what that is. Ooh. Um, okay. Guys. All right, Claire. No, okay. no, 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 no. There's, a, there's an apartment. Uh, I'm 3I, 3L often has Airbnb guests, and sometimes they come here instead. Um, and I think that's what's happening right now. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, guys, listen. <sighs> Tuesday's a big day. You know, whatever it is, whatever happens, we still have a lot of work to do. And you know, as always, we're gonna thank y'all because I'm not. I don't want to get too heavy and deep, but like I said, my nerves is starting to get bad because I don't trust niggas. But
2: I don't trust huh? And I don't trust white
1: people. Yeah, I don't trust. And I don't trust when
2: I go out in public.
1: I don't trust polls. I don't trust niggas. I don't trust white people. And I don't trust the administration. So anything could happen.
2: 365.com I don't trust nothing I don't trust. until Wolf Blitzer says it yeah. on
1: Twitter. Yeah, I don't trust Nate Silver. I don't trust anything right now. So, Nate sold you us know. a dream. Nate
2: sold us a dream. Oh In
1: fairness, God. Nate said she was going to win the popular election, and she did, but still. Anyway, all right, guys. As always, we thank you for being with us. You could be listening to or watching anything right now. You are with us instead. We appreciate you for that. Um, listen, subscribe, share, Hit us. Tell us what you're thinking. I'd love to hear what your plans are for election day. I'd love to hear if you're working the polls. I'd love to hear if you're helping out. Um, hit us. Let us know. Me and our Karen, We talk back. And that's it. Later.